the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So this morning, the opening ceremonies are taking place for the Winter Olympics in Beijing, China. Uh, There are uh, little minions running around in hazmat suits in the no-COVID zone around the Olympic Village. There are meals being delivered by robots so that no hands, which have the potential for uh, germs on them, touch said meals. And these games, this spectacle, will be broadcast by uh, NBC and its family of networks. And a lot of people have pointed out the hypocrisy of the effort out there to denigrate, uh, criticize, marginalize, and cancel Joe Rogan for asking questions on a podcast while NBC and other major American companies like Coca-Cola do business with the Chinese government around the Olympics when we have more than 800,000 Americans dead from a virus that came from China. And China has stonewalled every effort to find out the origination of that virus. So the question has been, since you on the left seem to be so interested in canceling Joe Rogan or in shutting down free speech in schools, colleges, and in media, uh, how do you reconcile that with NBC being in bed with the Chinese Communist Party? And what kind of coverage will be given to these Olympics? How freely will NBC reporters, well, I guess not how freely, will they even bother to try to tell the truth? about what's really going on in China, where the Uyghur Muslims uh, are housed in prison camps and are sterilized and are being uh, treated to uh, deplorable, despicable behavior by the Chinese government. Uh, We didn't have to wait long for how this will go. Uh, Here is NBC talking about a Uyghur Muslim athlete from China. Uh, being given a prominent role in the opening ceremony. Like this moment, uh, it's quite provocative. It's a statement from the Chinese President Xi Jinping to choose an athlete from the Uyghur minority. It is an in-your-face response to those Western nations, including the U.S., who have called this Chinese treatment of that group genocide and diplomatically boycotted these games. There will be much discussion about this. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be much discussion. There'll be no discussion that's truthful because we saw this morning a Dutch reporter on the scene in Beijing reporting outside an Olympic venue 
on live television was accosted by someone from the Chinese Communist Party and removed from the air, right? Live on air. And the uh, anchor's reaction back in, you know, wherever was astounded, aghast at this guy being taken off the air live while broadcasting because he didn't have clearance, Clarence. So this is what we're going to get. And it shouldn't surprise you that the major networks have decided not to send their reporters to Beijing. They will be reporting from studios back here in the U.S. They don't want their top talent, such as it is, to be shunted off to a Chinese prison camp. Our athletes have been told to take burner phones, not their real phones, because they'll be hacked. They'll get all their information from it. They've also been cautioned uh, by no less, I hate to refer to Nancy Pelosi as an authority, but she has a powerful voice, uh, cautioned by no less authority than Nancy Pelosi yesterday to, uh, you know, uh, I know you come from the land of the free and the home of the brave, but I wouldn't mention that over there in any interviews in China. I would say to our athletes, you're there to compete. Do not risk incurring the anger of the Chinese government because they are ruthless. I know there is a temptation on the part of some to speak out while they are there. I respect that, but I also worry about what the Chinese government might do to their reputations, to their families. Oh, wow. Thanks for standing up, Nancy. Really appreciate it. What a disaster this is. Why are we there? Why are we giving Xi Jinping the victory lap? Of course, it's speculation, but our old friend Hunter Biden's business dealings in Ukraine and in China might have something to do with it. Of course, you can't rule out the fact that Joe Biden is just tone deaf to how bad this makes him look around the world that we're publicizing an event that by doing so gives Xi Jinping a ginormous platform here in our country to position reality, quote unquote, just as he wants to. How about that reality? Oh, this is a statement by Xi Jinping. See, they're not exterminating the Uyghurs. I mean, they have a Uyghur Muslim as somebody with a prominent role in the opening ceremonies. Obviously, America is all wrong about Xi Jinping and the Muslims. How stupid do you have to be? Is that Savannah Guthrie? Hmm, it's a rhetorical question. I'm not sure you can answer how stupid Savannah Guthrie or anybody who works at NBC might be. Oh, but Bruce, we're not sending any of our diplomats to the Olympics. Joe Biden's not going. Kamala's not going. By the way, if you don't think world leaders use these kinds of things to send messages, subliminal or overt, you will likely see today video of Russian President Vladimir Putin at the opening ceremony. And you will see Vladimir Putin seemingly asleep at the opening ceremony. Now you might say, wow, I'm surprised that Vladimir Putin would 
fall asleep at the opening ceremonies because he and Xi Jinping are supposed to be pals. They're supposed to be united in their effort to rid the earth of America. Certainly Xi Jinping will take that as an affront that Vladimir Putin would fall asleep out in the open during the ceremonies that are celebrating everything wonderful about China. Do you know when Vladimir Putin, quote unquote, fell asleep during the opening ceremonies? It was during the Ukrainian delegation's entrance to the stadium. If you think that wasn't staged, then you probably believe that Ned Price at the State Department is giving chapter and verse intelligence when he says, we have evidence that Vladimir Putin is going to invade after a false flag fake Ukrainian attack. What is your evidence, Ned? I just gave it to you. I just said they're going to do it. That is in and of itself is the evidence. No, that is your opinion. No. Haven't you been doing this long enough to know that what I tell you is reality? Yeah, we've been at this long enough to know that what you tell us is your alternate universe of reality. So the Olympics are going on. You'll be force-fed everything just as China wants you to see it. And my kids enjoy the skating, the artistry, the skiing, the thrills. I have zero interest in this. I've never been Winter Olympic guy over Summer Olympic guy. I much prefer the track and field, the swimming. But this political dog and pony show, this denigration of the American way of life by extolling the Chinese way of life is something that I'm going to work hard in my family to reduce, if not eliminate. Because, as is the case with incredibly liberal, left-leaning retailers like Home Depot, Target, Starbucks, and many, many others, the only power you have is the power of your pocketbook. And I know you may love the coffee. By the way, you're going to be paying more for it. And I know you may think, oh, Target's got some cool clothes. And you may think, well, it's inconvenient for me to drive to a different home supply store. And besides their prices, they get a good deal on this refrigerator or that. that." Then I would just say, like, how much do you really care? How much do you really care if you're not willing to do what that old adage says? You are putting your mouth where your money is. That's a reversal of that adage. Put your money where your mouth is. By doing so, you are giving tacit approval and sustaining things that I think if I asked you, you'd be like, well, I did totally disagree with their stance on this social issue. I totally disagree with NBC being part. Then why are you watching it? And why are you watching it? So I get discouraged when I hear people say, I, want, I really want to win this fight. It's really important to me. Is it? Is it really important? Like important enough for you not to shop there? Important for you not to watch? Well, but I mean, how much difference will it make? Well, you won't make any if you don't make the little bit of difference you can make. Just like the journey to any place is a result of small incremental steps, 
the journey back from where we've eroded to as a country, socially, morally, is also a journey of a thousand steps. And the question is, like, when will most of the people who want things to change or say they want things to change, when will they decide that it's important enough to take the first step? So appreciate your indulgence during the last two days as I do the show remotely. I live kind of out in the uh, hinterlands, and it would have been impossible for me to get to work or or perilous for me to get to work these days. So uh, very glad that I'm able to be on air and appreciate your indulgence if the uh, show sounds a little bit different uh, than it normally does. That is why. The difference between the left and the right, between the commitment to free speech and the attack on free speech, is easily demonstrable in the reaction to Whoopi Goldberg, her stupid, inane, ignorant statements earlier in the week on The View, where she said that the Holocaust was not about race because it was two, two groups of white people, Nazis on one hand and Jews on the other at odds. Not about race because she's so dumb, she doesn't know that being Jewish can be a faith issue, but it is also an ethnic issue. You can be born a Jew and not subscribe to Judaism as your faith. Also, you can convert to Judaism, but that does not make you Jewish ethnically. But Whoopi Goldberg is a dope. There's not 10 IQ points between those five screeching people on that show. But it's interesting how I don't know of any mainstream, popular, right-leaning commentators who want her canceled. And you'll notice that the left, which always is fangs out first and foremost toward anybody who says anything that they vehemently disagree with, the left has come to Whoopi Goldberg's aid. Here's Don Lemon last night on CNN. He says, in this environment, we have to be allies to each other. Sometimes your allies say stupid things. Sometimes they say dumb things. But guess what? They're your ally. They're at least on your side, and they're trying to learn. We have to stop trying to cancel people and shouting down our allies. Yeah, we have to keep Whoopi Goldberg in our numbers. No matter how dumb her viewpoint of the Holocaust is. Never forget, Whoopi Goldberg's boyfriend used to be Ted Danson, and he appeared at a roast of Whoopi Goldberg in blackface. In blackface, Ted Danson, okay? So that's what Don Lemon said last night. What about Sean Hannity? Now, is there anybody more partisan on the right than Sean Hannity? I'm sure there are, but not many. But here is Sean Hannity last night on Hannity talking about what should happen to Whoopi Goldberg. Note the difference in his approach compared to what you would get from the left if somebody on the right made the same mistake. But think about this. If Whoopi Goldberg were a conservative or a Republican, uh, wouldn't she be fired already or at the very least uh, being bombarded with boycotts and serious repercussions? 
You know, on this program and over the entire course of my career, I've steadfastly refused to join calls to boycott and fire and have people canceled. Now, look, I've known Whoopi for years. We haven't talked recently. I'll say that. Haven't gone back on the show in a long time. But and we never agree politically. I simply see her being inarticulate and maybe not even understanding the evil ideology that was Hitler and Nazi Germany. Um, she's, she's not anti-Semitic from the person that I knew. And I read people pretty well. It's obvious her comments were grossly inaccurate. She's rightly apologized. She's clarified her remarks. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm old-fashioned. I just believe in second chances, and I'm pretty confident. She's never going to make that same mistake again. Yeah, and I know nobody at The View would ever do this for a conservative ever. Hell would freeze over. But here's the great thing about living in a free country. If you don't like what Whoopi Goldberg said, guess what? Change the channel. If you don't like her show, change the channel. You don't like Stephen Colbert, Kimmel, Fallon, constantly shilling for Democrats, telling bad jokes. Don't watch it. No one is forcing you to. You don't have to tune in. Censorship via big government, corporations is never the answer. Boy, is that different than you would get from anyone on the left. Compare that to the treatment Joe Rogan's gotten. And Joe Rogan hasn't said anything nearly as inane and ignorant as what Whoopi Goldberg said about the Holocaust. And by the way, remember, she whiffed on her appearance on Colbert to apologize for what she said, what, seven, eight hours earlier? She had to come back the next day and read a statement, and now she's mad? She got suspended? I didn't think she should get suspended. I said essentially the same thing as Hannity. Turn it off if you don't like it. But was that kind of uh, grace given by anyone on the left toward Joe Rogan? No. Benefit of the doubt, clarity, nuance. There's no room for any of that on the left when they are excoriating people on the right, even when they just disagree. Not even when people on the right say something that is horribly wrong, just when they disagree. So that's the difference, and Hannity did a good job articulating it. Hope you have a great weekend. Talk to you Monday on The Bruce Hooley Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.